Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Steele. Now I'm joined two weeks in a row now by Mr. Phil Ruxy. Phil, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. It's good to be uh, back two weeks in a row here. Uh, still on paternity leave. Yes. Uh, Got to go back next week, though. So <laughs> that kind of sucks. But uh, we had a streak anyways. building. We had a streak building. Uh, <laughs> also, Joining us and is going to give us the rundown for today's show, Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How are we doing? Yo, yo, yo. What up, fellas? Good to Phil's back. Uh, we're going to do our usual recap of last week's games. Then we're going to do a little ranking of the top five teams in each conference, NFL-wise. And then we're always just going to have the most exciting segment every week. The people love Brett's big brain. So, with that, Brett, let's kick it to you with the recap of last week's games. All right, let's start it off uh, quick, like a Band-Aid, rip it off. The Mega Powers hosted Dobermans in our first game of Week 7. The only quarterback to play, or in that case, the only real quarterback to play in this matchup, Joe Burrow, starts off the Dobermans with 29 points. Somehow, the Mega Powers are led by Colt McCoy. And Mario Davis, who combined for 24 points, that was all Mr. Davis. Even with Russell Gage and Calvin Ridley scoring a touchdown with me in attendance, it's not enough as Michael Pittman Jr. continues to submit himself as the real deal number one in Indy. And the Dobermans win a tight one, 204 to 199. All right. And Phil. All right, and next uh, see, we are going to – sorry, I froze for a second. And you guys still there? We, we are. Oh. Okay. All he, right, can we're he can cut it. Just pick it up. All right, and next we go to Cross Vegas where the gamblers take on the pharmacists. Um, I was looking at the history of this one, and LJ has basically dominated this series. Could it continue? I guess we'll find out. Brady – Pulls in 28 for the Gamblers. Uh, Jones with 24.5 on defense for the Gamblers. And then Smith with 19. Was it enough? Not quite, as the Pharmacists still pull out the 11-point victory with Evans bringing in 32 points. McLaurin with 25. And Ohokum with 25. I think I said that right. Oye Olakun. Ran interception. <laughs> ran right to me. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Connection okay. unstable. Okay. And okay, we now cut. go to Baboli Bearded Bastards as they host the Marmette Midnight Riders. Baboli came in was a 10-point favorite. His team came out swinging. Derek Carr, 20 points. Alvin Kamara with 34. A.J. Brown showing up, 27 points. Jameis Winston, 18. Well, you look at the Midnight Riders, they came in 4-2, and two, looking like they were going to make a nice little run to keep to go back to the title game. Well, they had a little bit of a setback. They underperformed by 24 points on only scoring 204. 
did not get a lot from a couple of his offensive players like Alex Collins, Ronald Moore. When you have to start guys like that, you're hurting. Sam Darnold with the big 1.4 points. Ooh, that's harsh. So Bowley gets a much-needed win. Now both teams are 4-3. and three. And back to you, Brett. Put yourself in a box there, didn't you? <laughs> All, right. All right, next we have the Renegades hosting the South Hills Evil Empire. The wide receiver duo of Cup and Chase combined for 71 points for the Evil Empire. However, we have the best quarterback duo uh, performance for the Renegades this season as Stafford and Tua combined for 59. Jalen, so much like Tebow, it hurts. Scored 26, but it's not enough as Lion Faithful, Mr. DeAndre Swift, continues his impressive season, poured in 28 for himself. The Renegades win this one. A very impressive victory over the then 5-1 and one Evil Empire as they win 267-256. All right, and next we go to Elkview where the two podcast hosts matched up in a was expected to not be a close game. Uh, to begin with, and it wasn't so as it ended up. Uh, the Lumberjacks, uh, Dar- Damian Harris led the way for the Lumberjacks with 25. Chris Godwin um, also poured in 25, and Matt Ryan rounding out the top three with 18, but it just wasn't enough as Aaron Rodgers and the Packers had a huge day with Aaron Rodgers scoring 27, uh, with Johnson, Deontay Johnson with 24, and then Lamar rounding out uh, the top three with 24 as the River Rats take all the cheese and get the win, 251 to 211. Now we go to our game of the week, also known as the Battle of Ping Pong Balls. As the two one and five teams face off, the Hurricane Wampus Cats visit the Kanawha County Kings. This, this was ugly, people. Wampus Cats scored a 200 points, which is a little bit above what they were projected. They got key uh, points out of Kyler Murray, Khalil Herbert. Once again, I didn't even know he was a player until last week. Marquise Brown <laughs> scored 19 points. You look at the County Kings over here, man. This team is just bad. Taylor Heineke scored oh, 20 points. On. Mac Jones, 24 points. Maybe he's got something there. Uh, this team was just bad. They scored. I did some research on this game, fellas. Kong County Kings scored 136 points. In our league, that's, I mean, that's just really bad. So right. I was looking to see maybe if that was a record, but it's not. It's the lowest since last year of 2020, which is obviously last year. <laughs> Week 10, Clark scored 134 points. That surprised me. So I went back looking at every year to see the lowest points. For each year and uh the first two years is kind of we didn't have all the same i don't think we had the same amount of defensive players playing i think that was added uh, we didn't have we didn't have uh, two qbs yeah that was another one yeah so like I about I the was defensive look- thing i think you could have just made the, the defensive thing but yeah we definitely didn't have well, two qbs well i think we didn't have as many defensive players either okay. but either way i'll give it to you so the first year i was the lowest at 99 that's why we had that little caveat. Okay, I was wondering. Yes. Well, no, 2013, Nick had 79 points. What? Yes. 
2014, we had Brum at 109. 2015, it was me with 141. 2016 was Tim, 129. 2017, Brum, who's on this list again, 138. Following year, Brum again with 117. And Eric, 2019 with 135 points. So you can see some of the people that are constantly on that list why they always struggle. One of the guys is not even in the league anymore. One of them is me. I did it twice. Well, I knew I wasn't going to be on that list because I also know I'm not going to be on the other side either. I'm so middle of the road. It's ridiculous. It's very boring. Like I, it, it, I really don't You're swing. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. I really, I, I, I'm no, I'm nowhere near any of the top individual yeah. performances. And I'm nowhere near the bottom. It's just well, like it surprised me to see Clark scored that low last. That year. is surprising. Looked, Did you break down? I looked his at team? his team. He yeah. started Nick. That was when he was starting Nick Mullins at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And his second OP position was Gabriel Davis. So, I, I mean, if I'm you guys, I'd be happy not to ever been on the lowest for a season. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Tim is on the watch for the lowest season ever. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah, we were talking about that, but you, yeah. you also mentioned we're going to be having an extra game. Well, for, okay. So, here's what I'm doing in one league, okay? Different. Here's what I'm doing in another league that I, I do the, the stats and books for. Whenever the season high, because this extra game is going to screw everything up, especially in our league, we're talking about around 200 to 220 more points at least. So whenever the new season, single season record is set, whenever that would be, it's going to happen. It's going to get broke with the extra game, you would think, eventually. Yeah. Whenever that's set, I'm going to go back through the years of all the years I had the extra game, and the new low is going to be the new low record. Does that make sense? Because you can't, of. you can't, you can't saddle this low. Whoever has the lowest season ever is never going to get beat with this extra. I mean, this could be really bad if you get beat right. with the extra game. So that's not fair to saddle them with that. So I think you should put the lowest record at being. I mean, uh, you could, you could yeah. probably be do by average. You can do yeah. average. Right. Yeah. All right. That's uh week. That's we didn't transition. We we're off to a rough start. Let's just call it a spade a spade. We're off to a rough start here on episode yeah, nine. My connection's uh, not the best right yeah. now. Uh, that's a, a brutal rundown. Uh, but that is week eight. Or week, God bless it. Week seven. That was week seven in the KDF. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Um, you guys just let me get away with my Jalen Hurts reference. I appreciate it that you guys have come to the right side, right side of history. I don't on think that. I heard it. Jalen, so much like Tebow, it hurts. I'm just glad you're done talking. <laughs> you know, yes. there's a lot of times, and it's, I'm going to say it's 90% of the time that I'm the lone wolf in an argument in, in this group. And I'm the one guy. And then 10% of the time, you guys are way off base from the rest of the world, not the rest of the group. The group may, mainly agree with you guys. But the rest, I mean, it's that's that's a known thing that they're very comparable. It's a known thing. Mm, so I don't agree. I don't I uh, y'all I do agree. I'm just saying on. it's not a it's this is not a uh this is not a Britism. I mean, let me just say it that way. It's not a Britism. Okay. Right. Let's talk about let's talk about. This NFL weekend, boys, because somehow your boy here, I don't know how, miraculously ended up, I mean, Detroit checked this before before he came on, somehow ended up at the most exciting NFL game of the entire slate of week, se- of week uh, seven at, at, with the Falcons at the Dolphins. And it was an amazing game. Let me take a sip of my... <laughs> All right. I mean, let's absolutely amazing. Let me tell you what. 
by far and away, the best visiting game I've ever been to as a Falcons fan. Sometimes, sometimes it just works out right because I get I got the tickets two hours before kickoff um, on the way down. Sometimes it just works out uh, so right that you just happen to get very lucky with the tickets. We were on, we were around a group of Falcons fans. The stadium was not that packed, which I was a little bit surprising for it still being this early, but they are one in five. They were one in five going into this game. Um, I got around a few Falcons fans. Absolutely incredible. There, were, there was like one Dolphin fan around us. And I'm in the eighth row at the 30 on the visiting side. And it just seemed like, that's what I mean. I'm not going to harp on it too, too long, but it just seemed like every big play that happened for the Falcons happened right. Like Foyer Olakun, that pick that Tua throws, I have no clue what he was thinking. He threw it after Matt, after, after, uh, after our stupid turnover, which was crazy. Um, he ran right to me. The Kyle Pitts catch, which we'll talk about this in a second. The Kyle Pitts catch to, oh, to get us in field goal range, literally. I mean, 30 feet from me. Absolutely. I'm probably bad math. We're probably bad measurement there. But it was insane. And the kick was was right there. It was just an incredible, incredible time. Um, the only game I've been to that rivaled that was when the Falcons beat the Saints on Thursday night, and I was in Atlanta. That was insane. You know, you're very rarely with the home team. But uh, absolutely incredible time. And in his last four games, Matt Ryan, 10 touchdowns one interception that interception was ridiculous it lands on kyle ridley's thigh pad and he rolls over and it falls in howard's lap absolutely insane but awesome game yeah. awesome game now yeah, i keep just realized on. i used that sound drop too soon i should have waited Which, until now <laughs> now i will say keep this for another year <laughs> i will say this the uh dolphins the i uh, i got the pulse of the nation oh real quick one have you ever heard the Dolphins theme song? No. It can't be oh. better than the Lions. The no, Lions it's not, are. dude. But when your team, when your team, is getting, and we did almost Falcons right in front of me, when your team is getting beat, and then I didn't know about this. Matt, Matt knew about it because he's been to multiple. Uh, Speaking to the mic. Matt knows about this because he's been to multiple uh, Raiders-Dolphins games. <laughs> but this song. It's so bad. We're not hearing you. Hear oh, you can't hear it? No. It's basically, I encourage everybody to go look, look it up. It's just basically a, a Disney song. It's just a, oh, I didn't tell you about it. It's just basically a Disney, like, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. And it drives you. When your team break, blown a 27 lead, and they just play on loudspeakers, oh, it's absolutely infuriating. But... <laughs> My final point about the game, and then we'll graciously move on here. But um, uh, to the Dolphins' side, that team, and, and two ahead is probably his best game of the year, that team does not trust him at all. No. He he came, he came brought him back. He did bring him back. Of course, it's the Falcons known for holding leads, obviously. But um, but, <laughs> but but I will say this. It, it's very split uh, between if they want Watson or not. Because I thought they lose this game. The push for Watson is on. You know, I just looked up his stats. And he's only played four games, but he still has a completion percentage of 69 and a half. He doesn't throw it though. He doesn't throw it deep. Yeah, I guess he will not throw it deep. But I mean, he looked good against us. I mean, what can you say? Um, but he had two bonehead interceptions, so I can't say he looked fully, fully like perfect. He had two bad, bad interceptions, including one in like the he, end zone. He ranks sixth in the NFL right now at that. That's surprising to me. Um, of course, he's only throwing 208 yards a game. That's really low. 
Yeah, he 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 was pretty good uh, running against us, um, but but they're not all in on Watson like like I thought they would be, because I guess what they'd have to give up, and then there's a whole idea of Watson being in Miami and how that would work out. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole Watson thing is teams are a little wary about what they're going to have to give up, and they don't know if he's going to be able to play, even though they keep saying he's going to play. I heard he might play right away. Amazing to me. Yeah, but that could um, change. Apparently, the cases were almost settled, um, but he wanted to keep it confidential. No, no, it's the other way. That's what's weird about this case. It's the other way. The complainants or whatever your accusers, whatever you want to refer to them as, want to be able to keep it sealed, and he does not. So that's kind of, yeah, it's very different than what you would normally see. So we'll see how it plays out. Trade deadline is on Tuesday. Um, I think he's going to be a Dolphin, um, and I think you can upgrade your Waddle. Uh, Fuller, if he goes back and is ever healthy, uh, Gasicki, all of them, I think, is a big upgrade if, if he gets there. Well, other than the – just glad you're done talking. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Other than the Atlanta game, was there any other games that you guys found interesting? I, I, I'm loving the Chiefs just sucking. Nothing makes it me is happier nice. than – Nothing makes me happier than seeing them be terrible. <laughs> it, it it makes me mad because I wasn't more firm. Remember Detroit, how waffly I was on my cheats. I have the cheat code to beat them. I was so yeah. waffly because I didn't want to say I should have been more firm. It would have, looked, would have felt very nice right now. But um, you don't want to believe it um, that you're really seeing this, but it's bad. Yeah, the golden boy, man, Patrick Mahomes. I think he has an interception in every game uh, except for week one. Did he throw one against Washington? yeah. He threw two against Washington. Oh, did he? Okay. I just remember them yeah. winning pretty easily, so I didn't know. Matter of uh, fact, if I'm looking at this right, let me let me double check here as we're going. He is tied for the league in he's interceptions. Up yes. With wow. Zach Wilson. Yes. Awesome. They're basically the same player. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking, right, you said you said, the, you said that you said the term golden boy, right? Yeah. Speaking of golden boys in coaching. Somebody's seat. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. We talked about him getting a pass early. And he maybe shouldn't have. And I don't want it to be true because I have heavily invested in this man becoming, you know, being the genius that he's supposed to be. But in San Fran, is it not true? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. what Two and four. Aren't they? Who would have seen this struggle coming? It's like nobody could. Nobody would have seen this coming. <laughs> Phil, Phil, the moment is at the pulse of the Niners. What did he predict? What was your prediction again? It was losing record. It was like three or four wins, wasn't it? I can't yeah. Remember. We're almost halfway through yeah, the season, and they're almost halfway to four wins. You can't make it up. Yeah. I I, I don't. I don't know why I said that, but I did. For some reason. They. I don't know if injuries are killing them or what. Oh. Sure. Up. Yeah, I mean, sure. I guess. But yeah. yeah. Um, they beat the Lions and the Eagles. That's yeah. who they beat. Um, they lost four straight Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Colts. I was yeah, shocked I mean, about the Colts game. I really was. Yeah. If they're, if, if yeah, uh, the conditions were terrible. When you get conditions like that, you kind of get a wild card type game. And I couldn't believe Carson went to play as well as he did. Um, so that's off to him for, for you know, Oof, you look at their next two games, Cardinals again, and then the Rams. Oh, yeah, it doesn't get easier. But the one, my one, uh, my one solace I could take in this, uh, Jimmy G, they lose two more. Jimmy G doesn't make it through that. 
Why? Jimmy. What's the point? Yeah, I don't know. What is the point? What is the point already? Don't even, it's already what is the point? But uh, <laughs> whatever, you have your ex-girlfriend in the house while you're trying to move the new one in, as they say. Well, while we're talking about everyone's favorite teams in this league, what do you guys think about my Lions and the old coach just throwing everything out of the hat? Two it is fake, like that. I love it. Punts, onside kick. I loved it too. Yeah, they had to try everything they could against the Rams. I mean, they really did <laughs> yeah. have a chance, and they really uh, did have a chance until golf threw that interception in the end zone. That's, that's true. I I hate to steal from part of my take, but they did, and that is, is true. Stafford said, "I'm just glad to get the Lions reunion game over." <laughs> no one was talking about that, dude. <laughs> yeah, and maybe if it was in Detroit, but nobody. <laughs> nobody yeah. <laughs> Nobody was focused on that. Um, but I, I, be, I have a feeling it's going to be a bad week for me. A little off subject here. I got Michigan playing Michigan State. Both teams are undefeated. And then the Lions are just going to do the Lions and lose. My team in this league is set up to lose. Buys. People getting COVID. So it's going to be a bad week for me. I might start drinking. I don't even drink. I've never uh, – I feel bad for feeling good, for being glad that Lazar got COVID. <laughs> Dude, I held on this guy for I held on him forever. I defended him. I even took jokes about him being on my team, and now of course he's doing what he did before he had that core injury last year, where he's you know he's being a startable player in a deep league like this. Yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, back to back. Excuse me. COVID issues in, in Green Bay. No, I, I just brought up San Fran because because um, I, I saw that circulating as well. Uh, I saw – is Pete Carroll on the hot seat, do you guys think? No, I don't. His team's terrible, yeah. but I think he's got another year in him. Yeah, and Wilson's – I think, too. I think they can use the excuse of no Russell Wilson. Sorry, Phil. Yeah. We had the same thought there. That was good. Yeah, it's always great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, uh, real quick, hitting back on uh, week seven in KDFL, a couple stat corrections game watches. The gamblers and the pharmacists are one point. Outside chance of me and Reed at three points, but there's not a lot of points in that game. So I feel like if there's less points, there's less, you know, less movement can happen. So we'll there might see. have been some upset people with uh, how we predicted that game to go. Yeah, well, I always pick myself. And your top quarterback you played was Colt McCoy. Okay, it was Colt McCoy. I gave a tribute to my boy, Colt, and I thought maybe Kyler Murray might get a little banged up in a blowout and Colt might get in there and throw one touchdown. That was the prayer. That's why we started him. So, and you know, you beat him about three points. About hey, three I, points. I, I started at the beginning of the season. I, I think the Dobermans are on the way up. Well, they can't go down. So, yeah, they got to be on their way up. But, again, I didn't have a quarterback, but he didn't have a lot of his firepower either. He's a huge Steelers. He's got two big Steelers starters in uh, Najee and Johnson. Um, I, I want to touch on this. And no Josh Allen. Well, how different would his team be if he would have took Chase the team up with Burrow? Instead you of can Javon see it. I mean, you I can mean, see I, it. It's not. He, I mean, was, he was needing running backs really bad. But, man, yeah. I, that would have been nice to the, have those. The thing is – and we're mixing in fantasy with regular NFL. I like that. Um, the thing is, the Bengals' offensive line is playing better than it did. That's the, the difference. Team is doing good. Well, but the idea was, well, yeah, the Randy Moss could be out there, but if he can't get the, if he can't have right. time to throw the ball, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's real simple. Javante Williams is averaging ten point eight. Uh, Jamar Chase is well above that right now. 
Uh, Jamar Chase is averaging 21.2. So, I mean, I know it's easy to sit back now after week seven and see that. But the Javante Williams pick was a surprise at the draft. Yeah, I was I was big on Chase going in that draft. If I had enough power to trade up, I wanted to get him. But I didn't. At this him. point, I'm feeling like I should have taken Chase at number um, at my pick instead of Trevor Lawrence. I don't feel like he's lived up to the expectations so far. And I could really use a receiver, apparently, now that mine are all crappy. <laughs> who's, your other, who's your other quarterback besides Matt? It's Trevor Lawrence, right, besides Matt Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you had to take quarterback. But, I mean, I feel Trust like, okay, me, Phil. I could have put a running back at my second quarterback spot or my second – or my offensive spot. No. So, trust trust yeah. me, Phil. It's not fun when you only have one quarterback. It's actually extremely brutal. For the, for the reference, it's absolutely I mean, If you have a player that scored more than the quarterback's going to score, though, then you're going to be fine. Lawrence okay. is only averaging 14 points a game. Yeah, but, I mean, that's pretty unlikely. And you, it's more than just this season. Uh, yeah. But Jamar Chase obviously does seem like the absolute real deal. So, um, what else we have? NFL reactions. I think that's pretty much all I had. Um, oh, Let's just circle some more favorite teams here. Are the Raiders better off without now that John Gruden is out the door? It's still extremely early to do that. I get it. I was, you know, I'm going to touch on that a little bit later when we do some rankings here. I have some thoughts on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They will fall in that. They will fall in that. Um, It's early still, and they also haven't played. Um, They played the right people to play right now with what they're they're, they're going through. Let's put it that way. All right. Anything else? NFL reactions? No, I don't have anything. Falcons have the Panthers this week. Chance to go over 500, please. Yeah. Panthers are frauds, just like I thought said they were. Some places had the Panthers going like 14 and three. I don't know how that would ever occur. Absolutely loony bin. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Some places, some places be like that. All right, uh, Detroit. I'm gonna let you drive on our segment. Oh, Brett's right. big brains after the segment, right? Yeah, let's do it. Right. Right. Okay. So. We're, I don't know, maybe 40%, almost halfway through the season. Um, we've got a lot of teams in the NFL that on the AFC team side are like four and two or five and two. In the NFC, you have one undefeated, and then you have like five teams that have one loss or four teams with one loss. So I want to do a little thing where we rank right now power rankings on how we see the top teams in each conference. So – how about we shoot – I could start off. How about that? What do you, how are you – do you want to do where each gives us six or each take – or each does like – I have this at six. I was going to do – how about we just do like – I'll tell you who my number five is and then you guys can do your number All right. five. Or, All right. Does that so work? Are we doing five or six? I thought we were only doing five. I thought we were doing, I thought we were doing well, six. No, there's six teams, I think, for each conference that actually qualify. And let me – okay, I could go over that. So we're going to do the yeah. AFC first. And the teams that qualify are the Bills, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Titans, the Raiders, and the Chargers. Okay. And all those teams, like I said, are either four and two or five and two. So my number five, and this came down to the Bengals and the Raiders. And the reason why I say that is both of these teams lost to the Chicago Bears. How that happened, I do not know. The Bengals have beaten, like, the Vikings, the Steelers, the Jags, the Lions, and they surprised me with the Ravens. 
The Ra- the Raiders also beat the Ravens, but that was week one, I believe. And they lost to the Bears. They've beaten the Broncos and the Eagles the last two weeks. So I'm not I don't know. I'm just not a believer in them. So I'm gonna go with the Bengals as my number five team. Philip. Yeah, my number five. Um I went the other way. I went with the Raiders at five and two. Um, they're looking really good even without Gruden. Um, as we were saying earlier, they may have even gotten better uh, without Gruden. Um, still like another team possibly more than them, but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, number Ra- Raiders at number five. All righty. I also have the Raiders at number five. Um, I think you guys are just afraid of Matt. No, no. Because um, I do think they're better without Gruden. I think the distraction is gone. I think there's. I think um, he is um, not what he was cracked up to be at all. I think they're playing more free. Um, now I don't know if they're going to Bill Stewart themselves with this interim coach. It's very possible that they Bill Stewart themselves into this guy um, and hire him. Uh, but we'll see when they get a a tough, tough game. Right, a, a, a Chiefs. You know, when a Chargers again. Um, we'll see. But uh, right now, yeah, yeah, Raiders, number five. All right. And uh, I'm just going to add that I think the Bengals are a better overall team. I think they have a better defense. Well, we I haven't like got to my number four. And I like their quarterback better. Anyways, <laughs> number four for me is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they have two losses. They are to the Raiders, and they got shellacked last week against the Bengals, which, you know, most people would have them behind the team. But I, I do not have – I do have them ranked higher. Uh, they've beaten the Chargers. They've beaten the Chiefs. I just think this team, right now, number four, the defense is not very good. They're ranked 24th. The offense is ranked fourth. Uh, I don't see them making it into the conference championship as of right now. So that's why I had them before. Yep. Uh, yeah, with my number four, I'm actually going to stay out west and go with the Chargers at four and two. Um, I know they looked horrible in their last game before the bye uh, against the Ravens where they got beat 34-6. to um, They did beat the Chiefs. They've beaten the Raiders. They lost to the Cowboys, but they beaten the Washington football team. I feel like has a pretty good defense. Um, I, st- I still like Justin Herbert for some reason. I don't know why, but I like him as a quarterback. Um, so I have them at number four. Um, I have the Bengals at four. You got to show me, like, you don't just get to vault into the party and, and be near the top. Like you got to show me for a, a lot longer. Um, so I have the Bengals outside the top three at number four, but I do like how complete they look right now. The good running game, the star wide receiver, uh, good up and coming quarterback. And like I said, the O-line seems to be playing a little bit better. I didn't, that's the main thing I didn't anticipate and the defense not being absolutely atrocious like it was last, last year. So Bengals at number four, I never thought I'd say that. All right, my number three team is maybe a surprise to some is the Los Angeles Chargers. They've lost a very close game to the Cowboys. They did get beat pretty bad to the Ravens. Uh, that was at Baltimore. Uh, their wins, Washington, the Chiefs, Raiders, and Browns. I, I'm a big fan of Herbert. I think he's legit. Uh, the defense for them is 19. That kind of worries me. Their offense is 12th in the league. But uh, right now, I have them at three. All right, for my number three, I'm going to go to the AFC uh, coming back east with the Buffalo Bills at four and two. Um, I know they lost to the Steelers in week one, um, but I feel like that was kind of a fluke where it was 
week one. Um, they destroyed the Dolphins. Washington football team, they beat them easily. Texans, that's not really a great win, even though it's 40 to nothing. Uh, but they beat the Chiefs by double digits. And I know they just lost to the Titans. Um, but I still think they're a top three team in the AFC. So I have them at number three. My number three that I'm not very happy about, uh, the Ravens at three. Um, I mean, the the one loss with the Raiders, that's basically a coin flip that it was a really freaky ending to that game. Um, the Lamar factor, but I, I am really, really uh, kind of wishy-washy on that defense, how, how it's been. Um, not your typical Ravens, but they have been impressive and they have been able to put some wins together. Um, I don't like teams that win coin flip games this much, like on crazy stuff, like the Colts game. It was nuts that they actually uh, won that game. But in the Lions game. In the Lions game, yeah. So um, I don't feel very confident about the Ravens at three. I just could not I could not utter the words the Bengals are the third best team in the AFC. So I had to go Ravens at three. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, my number two team is the, the Buffalo Bills. They have the number one ranked defense in the league. And they have the number six offense in the league. I love this team. I think they're I, – I had them coming out of the AFC, and I still think they will come out of the AFC. I think we all three did, uh, did we not? I think we did. Yep. Uh, okay. yep. We talked uh, – they lost the Steelers, and they lost that close game in Tennessee. That game could have literally went the other way. I just think they're the most sound team in the entire league. So that's my number two right as of right now. All right, with my number two, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Um, I just think it's hard to stop Derrick Henry with as much volume as he gets each game. Um, only thing that could be a problem is when they have to pass. Tannehill hasn't looked that great. I mean, it's good enough for them to win. Um, I know they lost to the Jets, but I feel like that was a fluke. Um, otherwise, they've pretty much held steady. Um, and they just recently kind of shut the Chiefs down. Um, so their defense is looking good, too. Um, so I'm going to go with the Titans at number two. Number two, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Wow. I absolutely love the head coach. I told you guys, once you get the coaching mistakes and these stupid late game situations out of there, you'll see more success. And they are seeing it. Herbert is absolutely incredible. This is as as one of the this most complete awesome. teams as you can get. One of the most complete teams that you can get. Um, offense, defense. And the smartness so means, with the headset. That means you either have the Titans or the Bills out of your top five. Who hey, you want to guess is I'm a top five? It's very simple. I can't believe they're in any of y'all's top five. It's Third probably one. my number one team, the Tennessee um, Titans. Wow. Well, Go ahead. Do your thing. We're let me, let me explain. What the heck are we talking about? They're on a roll. They beat the Bills. Their defense, like we said, shut down the cheese, but a lot of people. Okay. The <laughs> reason why. Now listen. Let me, <laughs> let me talk. The reason why I took the Titans number one is right now because they beat the Bills. You That's took the, the Titans number one because Josh Allen slipped is why you took the Titans number one. Because the ground was slippy under his well, feet. Well, no, it's because they slippy, didn't by the way. one, okay? He didn't slip. Um, they yeah. gave up 34 <laughs> points. Yeah. The number one did. defense gave up 34 points. Yeah. And what did your Titans so, give up if Josh Allen doesn't slip? I think some More. teams match up good. Some teams match up good when they play in each other. I think the Titans match up good with the Bills right now. Yeah. So that's why I have them in number one. Bill? 
All right, so the only two teams remaining that I haven't used are the Ravens and the Bengals. So I just want to get what, see what you guys think, who I took at number one. What are we doing? I, I think you're going. I guess you're going Bengals because they just trounced the Ravens. For the so shock. I don't know how you could do it. For the shock, I, th- I think you're going Bengals. Well, I mean, that too, but I mean, they have three just trounced the Bengals. Yeah, they just trounced the Ravens, so he has to go. Joe Burrow is a really good quarterback. Joe Mixon, when he is healthy, which is I know can be rare. Is a really good running back, and Jamar Chase has looked like he's looked unstoppable at this point in his career so far. Um, it could change just like that um, with their game against the Jets. Uh, well, it's not going to change that week. I don't know why I said that. The Browns could be a tough matchup, um, but I mean, yeah, they just demolished the Ravens, and I honestly I think the Ravens might be a little bit of fraud this year, anyways. But uh, yeah, I got the Bengals at five and two as my. I love it. We're all gonna have three different teams at number one. I love yeah, it. and only one of us is gonna make any sense. Oh, okay, but you. I mean, this is. I mean, this is why I'm the only credible one on this damn podcast. What the heck? Okay. The Bengals and the Titans. Detroit picked the t- the only Jets victory. Detroit said that's my best team in the <laughs> AFC. That's them. Because Josh Allen falls down on fourth and one when they're well, then don't put yourself in that situation. Oh my gosh, the Bills are the number one team in the AFC. Obviously, they took the throne from the Chiefs. Chiefs haven't been right since. Uh, No, it's very obvious. Josh Allen, early MVP favorites, uh, the complete team. How are you going to have the number one defense and the number six offense? And you're not going to be the they're obviously the best team in the league right now. Run away. I, I swear to God, if the KDFL dis- and the other people listening disagree with me over you two, this is just horrible, horrible hatred by the rest of the league. This is so obvious. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get. Yes, the we'll Titans are out. Of, yes, the Titans of these six teams, uh, the Titans are out of these six. I mean, that's that's the most ridiculous thing at all. You have them out of the top five. You don't lose to the Jets and hang around in the top six. You do not lose to the Jets. You do not get destroyed by the Cardinals. Bad, in week every one. team has a bad game every year. You could go look at all the Super Bowl teams. I'm sure they've yeah. lost games that you were like, why did they lose to them? Like Tampa lost to the Bears last year. How many teams? Because Oh, I hope this is the Jets' only win. How many Super Bowl teams do you think gave up the one win to I another team know. in the league? Zero. All right. Anyways, okay, folks. That was Let's move on to NFC. So now this we're going better to make NFC. more sense. This is probably more convoluted. We're going to the NFC if the <laughs> host would ever shut up. We have Ridiculous. six teams that qualify for this. It's the Cowboys, the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Cards, the Rams, and Brett's favorite, the Saints. Yeah. So I'm going to start off. My number five team is Phillips Green Bay Packers. They have the number ranked seventh ranked offense and 23rd ranked defense. Um, what what Green Bay is good at, I mean, they're good at a lot of things on offense. I don't trust the defense. <clears throat> Rodgers is going to be Rodgers. Uh, when he has his receivers, unlike this week, they're going to win most of their games. They also have the advantage of playing in the NFC North, so they're going to rack up victories there. I just – I don't know. I just don't trust them. Uh, this Thursday is going to be big, but it would be nice to see if they were at full strength. So <clears throat> right now I have them at number five. All right. My number five, uh, I may get some, actually some backlash for this one. Uh, they be worse. But this is, we know who they are. They're always, they always seem to disappoint. Um, 
So I'm going to go with the Cowboys at five and one at number Jesus five. Jesus Christ. Uh, they're only really losses to the Bucks. Um, mm-hmm. They've got some good wins against the Chargers and the Patriots. That was a pretty good win too. But I'm just not. I'm just not sure if they're there yet. I mean, they're supposed to. They have supposed to have been there for about six or seven years now. Um, so top five is good for them, but I think that's probably as far as they're going to go right now. Number five. Number five for me is the Green Bay Packers. Um, just, I mean, this is a this is a tough list. This is harder than the AFC to me. Much harder to rank these five teams that yeah, I have in here. I agree. Um, but I have the Packers just because uh, they stunk it up to the Saints in Week One. I'm holding on to that. Um, I don't trust Rodgers <laughs> and his stupid moody self, the diva that he is. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Packers at five. Nice. Uh, my number four team is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, sorry to all the Cowboys fans in the KDFL. Uh, I love Dak. I love this offense. Uh, I just don't trust the defense right now. <laughs> They're ranked 23rd. They do have the number one offense. So uh, they lost to the Buccaneers in a close first game. And they haven't beat the Chargers. But I don't know. When it comes down to it, I don't see them in the conference championship. Uh, so right now, I mean, that could change. But right now, I have them number four. Clearly, Brett disagrees with both of us on the I thought this. I thought Where? this segment was going to suck. I thought it was going to be super boring. But you all <laughs> never cease to amaze me. Look, with, are we even watching this? Go ahead, Phil. You're up, and I'll go. Man. Sorry. Are the Cowboys going to advance to the NFC championship? Yes. Without a, a very little okay. doubt in my mind. You're they never do. They're not going to. But it's not going to happen. Slightly better this year. Anyways, okay. Uh, my number four, I, I got to go with my Green Bay Packers. Um, yeah, that first week loss to the Saints, I don't, I don't know what happened there. That, it seems like a fluke, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Um, offenses looked really good. Um, could be an issue this week, though. We'll get to that later. Um, but I saw an interesting stat on Twitter. I hate to do this because I can't remember who it was, but uh, – he said that since Jair Alexander has been out, they've allowed the number one scoring wide receiver each week against them. If that made sense, how I said that. Wow. Um, so they can't stop the stop the pass apparently right now. Um, so I yeah, did have them in the I did see them. Uh, there was a stat before Brett goes here that before the Washington game, at every they had let the opposing team anytime they got in the red zone convert. They were the worst team hmm. against. Wow. Defending the red. I think I, I think I may have seen that too. Actually, uh, that's a good stat. Good stat, Detroit. My number four is the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, um, similar. It's the Arizona what? Cardinals. Yes, it's the Arizona Cardinals. They're the they're the they're the Bengals. They're the Bengals. They're the Bengals of the. They're the Bengals of the NFC. You have to show me more before I just give you this top ranking like this. You historically have sucked. Um, yes, they're seven and oh, so they're past. So we're basing it on their past. Yeah, you gotta show okay. it. Okay, so we'll, okay. Knowing the page, we get to the Cowboys. The when we get to the Cowboys, we'll we'll see how that works out for you. Yeah, uh, Cardinals. I mean, they're not. All right, I'm sorry, people, about that. I mean, can I do my reasonings or no? No, no. I mean, you're gonna yell them anyways. No, I mean, I don't. I'm not. In love said, with Kyler fundamentally. You gotta show like me. Yeah, they gotta. You know, just vault up there. You gotta. Y'all never watched Ric Flair growing up. I guess Detroit, that should be your heyday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the car, 
I mean, they're just, I mean, yeah, they're, they're playing well, playing great, but uh, they beat the Rams. Kudos to that. But uh, no, uh, you got you to show me more. I got the Cardinals at four. All righty. My number three team is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the reason for that, I'm surprised I didn't get any reaction on Brett. All right. Uh, we happen to agree. I don't trust the – I don't trust this defense. Somehow they're ranked ninth in the league. I don't know how that's possible. <clears throat> they are the second-ranked offense. Um, that defense is just banged up right now. They lost to the Rams. They barely beat the Eagles. I mean, they did crush the Bears. But they got to just – they kind of pretty much have a cakewalk of a schedule, though. So, I could see them making the NFC Championship. But right now, I don't have them at that spot right now. So, Bill. All right, my number three team um, have the Rams. Um, I feel like they're, like, just that much better with Stafford at QB. Um, I feel like my top three, I had a hard time kind of getting those in order. Um, as you guys were saying, with the NFC, it seemed a little tougher. Um, I know they lost to the Cardinals, but um, I think the Cardinals are a really good team. Uh, they beat the Bucks. Still think, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, I just have the, the the Rams. I think they're they're really good. Number three team, I have the Tampa Bay Bucks. I was amazed Detroit had them uh, right there. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's just too hard to repeat in this league. I don't. I, I don't trust them for the long term. That sounds ridiculous to say. <laughs> But um, they got some injuries on the, on the uh, with with Brown uh, wide receiver right now, and I think this Fournette crap is a hoax that's not going to sustain. So uh, too much trouble so at corner as well. You, Get the bucks out of here. So are you basing your rankings on what you think is going to happen? Because the whole yeah. point of this is the what we see these teams right now. That's the whole I, point of the segment. If if the Cowboys played the Bucks right now, the Cowboys would win. Okay. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Anyways, my number two, I have the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> I love this team. I think they're loaded on offense. Uh, the defense is pretty stout. Um, right now they are, oh, I think it either says 11th or 19th. <laughs> Probably 19th after I said they're pretty stout. But they are the number eight ranked offense. I love what Stafford brought to this team. Like, he can throw it all over the field. Uh, I think most teams when you're going to play them are going to have to just play catch-up. You're going to have to sling it out with them. And that's why I have them second and making the NFC Championship. All right, my number two NFC team, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 6-1. and one. Um, Of course, they're defending champions. I feel like they're just as good, if not better, this year for some reason. I don't know why, but I do. Um, and they've already beaten the Cowboys, so I don't know what – what Brett's talking about. I was all the way in week one. Oh, I guess week one games don't count. Golly, that was so long ago. That's what I hear I mean, when y'all speak. Okay. All right. Uh, the only losses to the Rams, <laughs> who I think is a really good team. <laughs> um, they just really good recently. I don't know. I got the Bucks a second. I have America's Dallas Cowboys at two. This team is a very complete. This could be my Dak bias, I guess. I don't know. I don't see how you stop this offense is my main point, and the defense is only going to get better. Um, so, yeah, Dallas Cowboys 
at two in the NFC Championship versus my number one. I would love to see a Cowboys versus Rams in the playoffs. That would be nice. Okay, my number one team is the Arizona Cardinals. And the reason why is they're undefeated. They haven't lost a game. How can I rank them lower if they haven't lost a game? They're the only undefeated team in the league. They've beaten the Titans. They've beaten the Rams. Uh, Both of these teams were in my top five in their conferences. So that is why I have them (coughs) as the number one team. They also are seventh in offense and fourth in defense. I think that Zach Ertz trade they made was pretty huge. I think they have tons of weapons on that offense. They're going to be hard to stop. All right, let's see. So who's my number one team? Is it the four and two Saints or the seven and oh Arizona Cardinals? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Cardinals as well. I'm gonna agree with Detroit on this one. Uh haven't lost the game. They have Kyler Murray, who's really good, both fantasy and as an actual quarterback. And they have one of the greatest wide receivers of all time, as Detroit has told me in the past. Um they they haven't lost the game. I mean, how can you argue against that? I mean, they're putting up a lot of points. Uh, they beat some really good teams. They beat the Rams. They beat the Browns. Texans, not very good, but I'm ready to throw those away. I love these. I was, I was, I was, I I was watching his eyes follow the schedule and just see it. Just go for it. Uh, yeah, they were, they were. That's what I was doing. Um, but yeah. Oh, and Zach Hurts, as Detroit mentioned, um, hopefully he works out really well as he did last week because that'll help me uh, fantasy wise. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, Cardinals, 7 0, number one. Um, I have the Rams as the most complete team still. Um, we got Saints. some growing pains. Yeah, the Saints are freaking out. The Saints are just a joke. Get them out of here. Hilarious. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, you know, the Cardinals have two impressive wins versus the Rams and versus the Browns. Um, but they also beat the Jags, the Vikings, and Texans. Like, okay, and so I mean, the Cardinals destroyed the Rams when they played them, they did, they did. They did. Um, that was probably the biggest shocker of the year so far, as far as uh, games that we thought would be good that, that was not. But um, I love the Rams' defense. Uh, love, love, love Stafford and that connection that they have there. Cooper Cup cannot be stopped. Uh, so, uh, to me, the Rams are just as complete as you get in the NFL, outside of the Buffalo Bills. So, Rams number Rams number one in the NFC. All right. NFC, so, in that, the NFC. that ends our segment. Uh, another great segment that I can praise up God with, that I always come up with. Uh, now it's time for everyone. I mean, I hear it on the streets when I'm walking down the road. People are like, "What's Brett? What's Brett going to talk about this week?" So I don't know what he's got. I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, so Brett, let's hear what you got this week. Check out the big brain on Brett. <laughs> How did we not do that already? Amazing, Phil. Amazing. Oh. Amazing, Phil. Well done. Oh. Um, look, on the offensive side of the ball, <laughs> just, I want you guys to keep doing this. As, as you as you got to piece together each piece that I say every, every week to make the Brett NFL League, that would be absolutely tremendous. Uh, so we're not throwing the ball away. We're not kicking field goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're running. Good stuff. We're running trick plays where you catch it. Where you catch it, throw it back. I still need to video me demonstrating this. I can do it. Um, oh, please have Brittany video. I can do it. That. I can do it. Um, so, I don't know. I should have checked this before I did this, admittedly. I don't know if it's a rule that only the quarterback can do this, but I believe 
And this happened to a good example of Debo Samuel on Sunday night when you try to fight for so many yards and, and, you, and you give up a fumble. The extreme version of this, let's start with the extreme version of Dallas. The extreme version of this is I think wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends should slide more. <laughs> should slide. Should stop fighting for extra yards. When you see you're getting ready to get tackled by three or four guys, give yourself up, slide, move on to the next play, maintain your health, maintain your offense going. Now, that's pretty not realistic, right? They're not going to see that. But I do think you should do the old Peyton and Eli and just fall straight to the ground. Don't fight for extra yards. Stop it. You're going to get hurt. You're going to fumble. You're very rarely going to break out of it. Just fall to the ground. I hate when one of my team's players is up battling for a few more yards. It's unnecessary. Fall to the ground. I would love to see them slide, though. How hilarious would it be? So you want football players to avoid contact at all? I want yes. I want running backs and wide receivers and tight ends to avoid more contact. Defense. I'm not. I'm not anti-contact in football, but uh, so if a guy's running up the middle, he's just supposed to slide before he gets to the line of scrimmage. You gotta be no, 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 Phil, 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 Phil. Come on, let's not get too crazy. Let's not get too wild here. This is you get through the hole. You see it. You see like three or four. Okay, the slide's the extreme. Say you got three or four guys trying to bring you down. Stop trying to spin out of it and all this stuff. Just Peyton played for an awful long time, don't you think? Because he just fell to the ground when he was getting a good sack. Just fall to the ground. Live to fight another day. I, I don't even know what to think of this. I mean. How many, how many times does your fantasy season get ruined because of an injury to a key player, a key running back, a key wide receiver? Wouldn't you have rather him just fall yeah, to the ground and keep playing? I don't know, because, I mean, guys get hurt when they're not even touched sometimes. I mean, there's been a lot well, of – Well, yeah, Phil, injuries. I didn't say eliminate injuries. I just said, I mean, my God, yeah, it happens. But uh, – You that as part of your argument. Uh, it, you would get injured less if you didn't get drilled by three different 300-pound men. There's a rule I would like to change. You're not a lot on this totally different off your subjects. I don't know if it's okay to interrupt your segment here. Oh, the segment's over and it's genius and more people should do. No. It's true. Is I don't think you should ever be able to advance a fumble. Ever. That is point, point, point. That's obvious. Yes, 100%. It's so dumb. I hate when they do that. Just take I also it back don't to understand why a football uh, spike is an not intentional ground. Yeah, I've yeah. always wondered that one myself. I kind of disagree on the fumble, though. I kinda nah, bull crap. Pick it up. You could do it all the time. You can't in a certain time frame. I think it's inside uh, yeah, it's two minutes. Time. But, like, Phil, like, if it's fourth down and you know you're not going to get there, why not, oh, I'm fumbling forward. Exactly. And hope one of my players jump on it. Exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, how are you going to say somebody did that on purpose, though? There's no way you know. Because if you ban it, then you know it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's Hey, real quick. Real quick. Okay, never mind. I can do this. I can do this while we break down the games. Okay. All right, it's time for week eight. It's going to be a long one, by the way, a long pod. Yeah. yeah, we're on a long podcast here. All right, so our first game, we have the Canal County Kings on the road to Marmette to take on the Midnight Riders. Uh, there's not really much to say about the County Kings. Their team is just – they're going to be bad for a couple of years. Uh, Mike, looking at his team, his offense has the edge of like at every position. There's really not, like I said, it's right now Mike's a 52 and a half point favorite. So there's not really much to say here. So I'm going to take the Midnight Riders. Trying to make it short so we can hurry up and end this. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to agree on this one. Um, the Night Riders should win big. Um, I think if the Chargers bounce back, okay. Um, Andre Eckler should be fine. Andre Eckler. Um, I think, <laughs> I think okay. the Night Riders get a, get a pretty easy win here. Can you do that one again? <laughs> Andre Eckler. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's the Midnight Riders here. Um, interesting to see what the Kings do. We're already thinking about the 2022 draft because I don't think Taylor Heineke is going to be the guy like I thought he might be. No. So they traded away. They did get a first for Cousins, so not bad value there. But uh, you're, it looks like you might be rolling into 2023 uh, – or 2022, rather, with only Mac Jones. Lord help. But this one, uh, Midnight Riders improved to 5-3. and three. Easy, Easy dub here, as the kids say. All right, next we have the Hurricane Wampus Cats. Wampus Cats! Traveling south to take on oh, Brett, your Melbourne Mega Powers. Right now, Brett, you are a 50, pretty much a 16-point favorite. I don't know how many times that's happened this year. Uh, sorry, I had to take a little shot at your team. Uh, you got, for the Wampus Cats, pretty much it's the Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert show. Uh, Murray's taking on Green Bay. I think that should be... I think he'll be all right. I think he'll score a lot. Herbert against the Patriots should be interesting. Uh, Brett, you look at your team, and you got some nice matchups this week, I think. I don't know what's going on with Gibson. I read earlier he was, he's playing with a fracture or something. He's playing with a fractured shin that has not hurt him. has not kept him out of any games until last week. So, Yeah. I don't know. I, that, that can cause you some troubles down the road. Um, I think you're – I like your matchup, so I'm just going to go ahead and pick your team. Yeah. Um, I think you got kind of a little lucky where uh, the Wampus Cats have Kenny Drake and Hollywood Brown on a bye this week. So he's going with uh, – let's see if I can pronounce this right. Kenyon Drake, Phil. I mean, he's, am, am I lucky that Kenyon Drake isn't playing this game? Look at, his, look at his points. He's got some decent points. Phil, Mark Andrews is on bye. And you're going to tell me that Kenyon Drake? He'll be fine. Anyways, uh, he's going to start James Conner and <laughs> Quez Watkins, I think that's his name. Um, by the way, is Prescott, is Prescott playing? Or do, what are you, yeah, he's playing. That? He's fine. He's going to lead the number two ranked Cowboys in victory. This, this. Uh, okay, and Devontae Smith, Monday he's night. playing too? Yes, he's playing. Okay, then, yeah, Meg Powers win. Look, boys, we're almost assembled. If Jerry Judy plays... We have the wide receiver quadruple that could take us to some victories in 2022. Not too much this year, but in 2022 when we have a more formidable team. But the Mega Powers get the dub here and go to three and five. And if that happens, dag on it. I was within five points of being five and three right now. <laughs> That's freaking sick. <laughs> All right, next game. Go ahead. All right, next we have one of the hottest teams in the league, the Roxaland Renegades, heading to Dunbar to take on the Dobermans, who had a big, huge win against the Mega Powers last week. Um, this one right now says uh, the Renegades are a 10-point favorite. Uh, Stafford going against the Texans, that's going to be like – Stafford might be out of the game by the third quarter. They'll probably be up by so much. Uh, I like Swift every week. That guy just keeps catching passes. Kyle Pitts is looking like a stud now. I'm surprised Brett hasn't talked about that at all. Getting there, buddy. 
Tua going against the Bills, that's a tough matchup. I do not like that at all. Uh, one thing I did notice about the Renegades is they have 11, 11 people on his team, starters, that are in the top 10 points-wise for their position. That's the most in this league. Um, LJ second with eight. Uh, Clark, Mike, and Reed have seven. So just a little fun fact for you there. Uh, the Dunbar Dobermans. Um, Josh Allen going against the Dolphins. That's a huge win. Uh, Najee Harris against the Browns should be pretty big. <clears throat> Joe Burrow against the Jets. That's another huge win, I think, for the Reed this week. I like his defense. Uh, I'm actually going with the upset, not under any kind of pressure from anyone outside of the league. I just want to say that right now. I think after seeing the Renegades have 11 of the 19 starters are in the top 10, I'm going with the upset with the Dunbar Dobermans. Wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like Stafford. Uh, I guess the Texans too. I think he's going to put up big numbers, even if he does come out pretty early. Um, can Cordero Patterson keep up going? Yeah, so far. Brett, is he going to? I think he will. I, I can't explain Cordero Patterson. It baffles me. <laughs> uh, let's see. Josh Allen, though, um, for uh, the Dobermans. He had his worst game in week two, scoring 18 points against the Dolphins. Um, could that happen again? Could he have a low-scoring game? And Najee Harris has a tough matchup against the Browns, who are top five against the run. And also, the Dobermans have to start Odell, who just hasn't looked great. And then Kadarius Toney may not even play this week. So I got to go Renegades uh, with a fairly easy win here, I think. Oh, fairly easy. Um, look, the Renegades have been what I thought they could be. This running back trio, although we subbed in Patterson for Montgomery, with Montgomery being out like he's been, but uh, anytime you have that that consistent of performing performing scorers, I have to lean your way until they're stopped. So I am going Renegades now. Here's a fun stat: Cal Pitts first six games, 471 yards, 31 catches, and one touchdown. Name this player's first six games. 480, 488 yards, 28 catches, and two TDs. Who is that player? Rob Gronkowski. No, that is. And now I'm, this is time for overreaction fans because this man caught this ball right in front of me to win this game. That is the first six games of one Quintoris Julio Jones. That is Julio Jones' first six games, quite comparable to Kyle Pitts's. Did the Atlanta Falcons just draft Julio Jones replacement. I did. Are, are we going to have to it's change possible. the name of the show to the KDFL? Falcons it's possible. Podcast. Anything is possible. Kevin Garnett. All right. Uh, Next game, people. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, you guys get to do half hour long explanations of saying who's playing who. I just got to give my pick. But yes, I give the Renegades the pick. Okay. So next, my team is going on the road to take on the Cross Vegas Gamblers. Uh, I think the commission set this one up against me. I think this was some shenanigans were involved. How do I get Nick when I get Lamar on a bye? I think he placed COVID in Devontae Adams' locker. I think there's a conspiracy against me. I have no Lazard either. My team, I do like Rodgers, obviously, but I think he's going to score maybe only about 17 points. I'm going to need more than that. 
I'm going to need Henderson, Hubbard, and Moss to actually score touchdowns this week for me to have a chance. Randall Cobb, please do something. Uh, I don't have Lamar, so I have to start a receiver in my other offensive position. Uh, the gamblers have got the GOAT. That's always bad news for whoever he's playing. Uh, I don't really like a lot of his matchups, but just because of the guys that I'm missing, I'm going to have to take Nick this week. Maybe he'll say a poem about this matchup. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, Phil, we don't can't even hear you, buddy. We can't even hear you. Sorry, I forgot I'm muted because my dog is working. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently the Thunder Buddies podcast connection is a little stronger than we thought uh, with the scheduling this year. Yeah. Um, and your team is seems pretty decimated right now with injuries and COVID, uh, with Carson and Lazard and uh, Adams. Um, yeah, I just think it's going to be a tough hill for you to climb this week. I mean, you. I feel like it's going to be close, but I think the gamblers are going to get the win here. Um, this is tough, actually. Ah, Rogers is so decimated with with no wide receivers; he's not going to have to throw it a lot. He's got oh. guys on his bench, by the way, that he's he'll put in his lineup. You got to look at that too. Yeah, uh, because of the quarterback matchups that he has, I I don't think I I don't I don't think the gamblers are going to score a ton here. I think they are gettable. If you had the Ravens going, I think you could easily win this game. Um, but I think it is going to be too tall of a hill. I hate to do this uh, because I really liked your matchups more. Uh, yeah, it's the Gamblers, um, but in a close one as well. All right, next we go. The Baboli Bearded Bastards are on the road to South Hills Evil Empire. This is also known as the Raiders bye week, so that's going to hurt the Bearded Bastards, uh, no Derek Carr, no Josh Jacobs. Uh, that's that's always tough. He's starting Jameis Winston and Geno Smith as his quarterbacks. Yikes. Uh, South Hills, Patrick Mahomes against the Giants. Let's see how many points he puts up. If he struggles against the Giants, I'm, I don't know what's going on there. But he just has too much power for Oh my gosh, firepower <laughs> with Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Mari Cooper. I just like this team a lot this week. So I'm going to go with the Evil Empire. Still muted, Phil. It happened I'm again. Sorry. Hey, it's here we go. again, man. I, I got to keep muting it because there's noises freaking everywhere. <laughs> uh, at what point is it more than just a coincidence? I swear with this, this schedule. <laughs> I mean, I hate to keep doing this, but. Um, yeah, the Bastards have basically his entire team out this week because of the Raiders. Um, McCaffrey's still out, of course. Evil Empire, I mean, they're going to win this one, I feel like, pretty easily. Um, yeah, Evil Empire will win this game. Um, but uh, one player to watch that I want to keep a watch on for the uh, Bearded Bastard Barons, um, Jamal Agnew, the Jags. He's had a nice uh, few weeks. We'll see if he can keep it up after the bye. Some a player not a lot of people know about that is someone that uh, should be watched um, to see if that was a good free agent find. But other than that, yeah, um, Evil Empire get the W just because of the Raiders bye week. All right, that takes us to our game of the week where Phil's Wake Forest Lumberjacks travel to Polka to take on the Polka Pharmacist. Uh, Phil, you are a 10-point underdog as of right now. Uh, Matt Ryan against Carolina. I think you'll be all right there. Derrick Henry is always going to score points. 
Uh, Nick Chubb should be back, but how much is he going to play? Uh, your off, other offensive players, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback there, going against Seattle. Seattle's defense is terrible. Uh, you look at Poca's team, what I like most about their team is their defense. Uh, they, he does have some key players on offense, though. Uh, is Rob Garkowski going to play? We don't know. <laughs> I hear the banging again. Ryan Tannehill going against the Colts. This one's probably the toughest one for me to call this week. Oh. Otherwise, the game of the week. That's right. Good call. Yeah, probably so. Um, <laughs> even though Poco has the defensive advantage, you never know how that's really going to play out. Uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset. I'm going to pick you, Phil. Oh, thank you, Detroit. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, and by the uh, way, Brett, you suck. We're not nowhere near done with the podcast. Yeah, I know. I just like to say it twice. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, LJ has Tannehill against the Colts. Uh, the Colts, while well, they were able to shut down the Chiefs, um, with Mahomes still had over 300 yards. Um, I have Henry in that game as well, along with Tannehill. I think I can see the Titans wanting to run the ball um, a little more. So I think I may have the advantage there. Um, with Aaron Jones, he's just not getting the ball a lot, but I think luckily, well, not luckily for my, my Packers, but luckily for my fantasy team, that Adams and Lazard are both out. Um, I think they're going to give it to Jones a little more this time. Um, Nick Chubb, if he plays this week, that's going to be big for me. Um, LJ has Chase Edmonds, who's only averaging 13 touches a game. And he has yet to score a touchdown. I think that could be big. Um, Michael Carter, though, he had eight catches last week, so he could PPR me to death this week. Oh, Michael um, Carter. And then with Godwin versus Evans in the same game, um, it's actually been kind of split this season where one or the other has had more um, targets with Godwin just having one more game worth of more targets. I think if Chubb plays and has a good game, I'm going to pull out the win here. I'm hoping anyways. All right. Let me, let me paint a picture for you guys, okay? Oh, please do. It's week five. The pharmacists are hosting the Mega Powers. And LJ and the pharmacists take what some are calling the worst loss in his professional career since losing the championship. So he hasn't been able to recover from that. Here's what's going to happen. He beat the champ last week by one point. Stat corrections are tomorrow. The stat correction, uh, Grim Reaper, is going to come for him and break this team's fragile forward momentum right now. So he's going to take the L there for three straight losses, be mentally unable to compete in this game. Lumberjacks are going to win and send LJ to four straight losses and possibly the Nuthouse. All right, nice. Professional analysis. By the way, that if was, I lose this week, um, it's time for me to start selling. It's that time of the season. It's time for you to start selling and then buying by week 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right, All right, so that's the week eight recap there. Detroit, we need your – oh, you got our records? Yeah, I was going to do that. Um, Phil had the best week last week. He went five and one. Brett, you and I went four and two. You are now 26 and 16 on the season. I am 32 and 10. Phil, I have no idea what you are because you were out all those weeks. I don't feel like going back, figuring <laughs> that out. Um, Appreciate it. 
Well, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I'm pretty far behind, so. Yeah. So, um, locks of the week. Brett, we we did the stupid strategy of <laughs> taking the huge underdogs. <laughs> or to our betting on those point spreads. So, <sighs> that did not work out for us. Um, I took the Rams minus 14 and a half. That did not happen. Uh, you took the Texans plus 17 and a half. Look good yeah. for a second. <laughs> for a second. So literally a second. I am now three and four on my locks. You are one I'm five, five and one. one. Baby. <laughs> so oh, I did win my ups of the week. I had the Giants over Carolina. So I'm Very four nice. and three there. This week, my lock, and I forgot to do this, so I'm basically looking at this right now. It was 100% necessary for you to bring that part up. It was well, very, I mean, I, very I like essential. To, I like to be honest to, uh, to the yep. people. I am going to go with the Atlanta Falcons minus three is my lock of the week. Moron. And moron. Oh, wait a minute. You're going to say moron even more. My upset of the week. Plus three and a half is the Detroit Lions <laughs> against the Philadelphia Eagles. I love it, dude. I think they have a chance. Uh, Phil, tell the people how to get a hold of us and give us your pick. Brett, you suck. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, as always, you can follow the show at KDFL Podcast. You can follow Brett at Brett Still Two. You can follow me at Phil Ruxy, and you can follow Detroit at Detroit Eight Three Seven Four. My lock of the week. Um, By the way, I forgot the. Yeah. Phil, I had you wrote down for like 47 and a half over or something. I don't know oh, what yeah, game the, it was. Uh, was it Bengals, for, Bengals Ravens or something? I think. I don't Somehow I missed the game. So uh, Amazing content. I think, I think it was under, wasn't it? I think I may have messed it up. I don't know. Possibly okay. our best show ever. Yes. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is a pretty big uh, spread for the NFL, but the Rams giving 14 to the Texans. He's learned nothing in Detroit. <laughs> yeah. He's learned nothing. He's learned nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. With the lock here. And we're doing upsets too. I didn't realize that. No, I, it's I, just a short, stupid thing. He picks a team that's only a, a two point underdog and calls it an upset. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, if you want to do it, Brett or Phil, I love the Titans. Titans are yeah. two and a half. Yeah. I guess the Colts. I mean, yeah, the Titans. There, I feel like. <laughs> so. That's an upset. The right. freaking amazing Titans that can't be stopped, especially when the MVP They're, slips. I the Colts are getting favored. I love the Brett. It is a little bit ridiculous. It's upset. Uh, I'm picking two and three All points. Right. Underdogs. <laughs> All right. Um, my lock of the week, uh, I, I expect the Panthers' offense to bounce back against Atlanta. Um, even Tua looked pretty promising against us. Uh, and, and the Falcons seem to have the offense figured out under Arthur. Oh, thick of this cage, Arthur Smith. Um, so I think that over under 50, 45 and a half is a little low. So we'll take the over, not the Falcons. We'll take the over in the Falcons-Panthers battle. Four. 45 and a half. 45 and a half. So for Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Mr. Phil Ruxy, we will see you next week right here on the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. Go listen to the Dolphins fight song. It's amazing.